The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. That's the refrain from our responsorial psalm this morning. It was true then, in the time of the Old Testament. It was true in the time of the New Testament. And it's true today. Let's talk about Naaman first. Naaman, from the book of Kings. 2 Kings chapter 5 this morning. Uh, if you read the first few verses of the chapter, you'll get a little more detail about Naaman, which I think is important to this reading. Naaman was the commander of an army. He was Aramanian, so he was not an Israelite. He was a mighty warrior and the king's favorite general. He also suffered from leprosy. And as we all know, leprosy in those days was basically a death sentence. And through his conquering and bringing in some Israelites into uh, his life, he heard about the prophet Elisha and how Elisha could heal people from leprosy. So he went to the king, the king wrote a letter, sent a, a congregation, including Naaman, to Israel to see if Elisha could heal Naaman. And that's where our reading picks up this morning. One other fact that's very interesting is that um, they went to see Elisha. Elisha didn't even really, didn't meet Naaman. He sent a messenger ahead to this very important person. Uh, just go bathe in the Jordan seven times. Based on Naaman's reaction, he probably didn't like that Elisha didn't spend any time with him. He also didn't like that he was asked to bathe in the Jordan River seven times. It's like, we've got rivers where I came from. Are your rivers better than ours? Probably not. And the Bible actually says he expected that Elisha was going to just wave his hand over his leprosy and it would disappear. And of course, we know that, and then eventually, one of the servants just said, look, Naaman wanted to leave. He's like, I, I don't have time for this. This is silliness. And one of, the, one of his servants said, look, as long as we're here, we've made the trip, why don't you go ahead and do it? And of course, we know that he was healed. And the Lord revealed to the nations his saving power through Naaman. He revealed to all those Armenians that he is God and he cares for them. He revealed his saving power. And Naaman had his own ideas how he thought God should work. But God had different plans. And based on this miraculous event, Naaman changed his entire life. He went from being somebody who was questioning why he had to listen to the prophet because he thought his water was as good or better than the Israelites' water to a guy who took two mule loads of their dirt with him so that he could properly worship God in his land. Naaman was truly changed, truly grateful, and worshiping God. So we fast forward to today's gospel. 
And of course, 10 lepers were healed. Only one, the Samaritan, the foreigner, came back to glorify God and to thank Jesus for the miracle. Now, leprosy in that time, of course, and today, I don't know if any of you went to see the uh, Mother Teresa movie this past week. Uh, We did. It was very moving. And as we know, leprosy is still a real thing in India and in Calcutta. And it showed pictures of people who have leprosy. And it's a cruel, cruel disease. It's very painful. attacks the nerves. You lose fingers and toes and maybe even hands and feet. It's painful. And it says along the way that they were healed. As they were going to see the priest, they were healed. They would immediately have known that this pain left them if they were healed. And yet only one of them returned, the foreigner. So what of the other nine? Were they just indifferent? Did they somehow convince themselves in their minds that this wasn't really a miracle and it just went away? The Bible doesn't tell us. But what we do know for sure is they did not return to thank God. So even though to the ten lepers the Lord revealed his saving power, only the one returned to thank him. So what about us today? Have you ever seen a miracle with your own eyes? And I don't just mean a miracle like somebody, you had a change of heart about an incident or, you you know, some bad relationship was healed. I mean a physical miracle. Think for a minute. Have you ever personally seen one? I hope your answer was yes. Because you see a miracle every time you come to Mass. You will see a miracle in about 10, 15 minutes. Because, as we all know, when the priest calls down the Holy Spirit, when Father Meyer is saying the words of consecration and elevates Jesus in the Eucharist, and you hear that bell ring, you have seen a miracle. The Lord continues to reveal to us his saving power. Tell you a quick story from this week. I, uh, uh, I visit the hospital once a week, take communion to the sick. Uh, it's a very interesting, rewarding ministry. And I ran into somebody this week who identified herself as Catholic, and then when I went to see her, she said, well, you know, I don't know that I should receive communion because I haven't been to church in a long time, and I go to this other church, and I really get more fulfillment there. Um, And she felt like the Catholic Church was too ritualistic. And so I talked with her a bit about the Eucharist and how Jesus is present. And we only had a few minutes. I had several other people to see. She was listening. We had a very productive conversation. Whether it changed anything, I don't know. I would love to talk to her again. So if you guys could all pray this week that she stays sick. (laughs) No, I'm joking. Totally joking. 
But if you pray for the Holy Spirit to continue to work on her. Because in our day, the Lord continues to reveal his saving power. So in the end, we have a decision to make. We see, we experience miraculous things. And I had this in my notes. I skipped it, sorry. But, uh, you know, we also saw the, the beautiful, miraculous um, Eucharistic miracles display this summer. I hope you guys got to see that too. Really amazing ways that God is revealing himself to us. So our, our decision today then is, are we going to be more like Naaman? Are we going to set aside our preconceived notions and allow this to affect our lives? Or are we going to be like the nine who, for whatever reason, have become indifferent to the miracles right in front of their faces? You know, and I, you guys get a little bonus material. I gave this uh, homily last night at St. Martin's, but, um, you know, I had an experience this morning. I was actually, I'm still very new at this, as you know, kind of doubting whether or not I tied this together, whether or not I should be talking about the Eucharist at all, because it wasn't part of the, the gospel. And I came out of my driveway thinking, I'm not sure I'm doing this right. And I turned right to come here, and did you see the moon this morning on the way in? Holy cow, God is talking to me and saying, you need to grow in your love and appreciation for the Eucharist. Maybe he's saying that to you too. So we have a decision today. We have a decision. Are we going to be more like Naaman and the Samaritan leopard? Or are we going to be more like the indifferent people? But there's one thing that is not in doubt. The Lord continues to reveal to the nations his saving power. Thank you.